everyone, and welcome to the WW3 podcast. My name is Will, and for this podcast, a new episode will come out every weekend, and I'll have a different subject. Those subjects will range from my personal life, sports, college, and other topics that I feel y'all, the audience, may enjoy. So for this episode, we have a hypothetical, and I don't even know if that's the right word, but here's the situation. A new, the NFL is looking to add it has added a new team to the league. This team is coming to the city of Richmond. This team has to build through an expansion draft. Figure out who will be on this team and how this team will do. Starting out today with the picks. Now, how this is going to work, we're going to split this up into two different sections. The first section will be explaining the rules and what went into creating this episode. And then the second section will be announcing the picks and what this team would look like. Now, there are 53 picks, and there will be very brief explanations. So bear with me. It's going to be probably a bit of a long episode. Just be prepared, and let's move on to our first section. Okay. So, the rules. So, the way I went about this, I looked up what the rules were for when the Texans came into the league. And that was a certain amount of players were projected just on the roster. Protected. Now, I did it as in an NHL draft where we protect a certain amount of players at each position. So, here's the breakdown of that. One quarterback. Three running... Three running backs, three receivers, one tight end, three offensive tackles, three offensive guards, one center, three defensive ends, two defensive tackles, three outside linebackers, two inside linebackers, three cornerbacks, three safeties, and then essentially they're starting kicker, punter, long snapper. If they had extra, they would go unprotected. Now, for those players who are unprotected, and the rules essentially for this for for the hypothetical Richmond team was that they had to pick, or I had to pick, one player from each team. That was a must, which would give me 32, 32 players. Then only a certain you could go back to a certain amount of teams and pick a second player to fill out your roster, and that's how this became about. So. With that being said, that being the rules, I will put the link of the Google Sheet of all the unprotected players into the comments of Twitter and Facebook if you want to go through and look and make one of your own. And this, and keep in mind, these are players who I thought would be unprotected. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into these picks. All right. Let's start in Chicago, and I'm choosing Burkevious Mingo over guys like Jimmy Graham and Jimmy Graham and Mitch Trubisky. Burkevious Mingo, a pass rusher that will need veteran presence, a guy who can be a leader, and a guy that I will trust to get to the quarter to get to the quarterback and help out this defense. In Cincinnati, choosing two players, rolling with AJ Green and BJ Finney over guys like John. Over the other two of John Ross and Mike Daniels. Why not? 
if AJ Green's out there, I know this might be a little controversial, but AJ Green, we know he hasn't necessarily enjoyed his time in Cincinnati. He looks to be on the outs as they like those younger receivers and Boyd and Higgins. And honestly, he goes unprotected. I'm taking him. BJ Finney is a center. He's a depth pick at that spot. That's all I got to say about him. Moving on to Buffalo, taking defensive end Trent Murphy over guys like Tyler Croft and Vernon Butler. Trent Murphy, well, I'm familiar with um, with him. Obviously, he's a former Washington football team player. I think he's solid enough to to help this defense just a little bit. Might not be a stud, but can definitely help out. Going to Denver, picking guys like Garrett Bowles and Mark Barron over Tim Patrick, guys like Tim Patrick and Deshaun Hamilton. Give me Garrett Bowles at left tackle. That's a, you know, obviously I, I wouldn't mind that. Due to lack of solid enough players at, at the left tackle spot, I, that's a priority. And then give me Mark Barron at middle linebacker, a guy who's been pretty good since entering the league and a guy that probably going to be more of a depth guy than anything else. Going to Cleveland, picking Olivier Vernon and Harrison Bryant over guys like Andrew Sandejo and David Njoku. Why not give me Harrison Bryant? Young tight end, he seems to be involved in that passing game a lot. And, well, let's just say uh, we need to look forward to the future with some picks. Harrison Bryant is one of them. Also, why not give me Olivier Vernon as a defensive end? Because we know, I think he was, he was, there are thoughts of him maybe being traded or he might have been a cut candidate early in the offseason. If that's the case, he goes unprotected. I'm taking him no matter what. Going to Tampa. Taking A.Q. Shipley and Rob Gronkowski here over guys like Cameron Brayton and Antonio Brown. Honestly, Gronk goes unprotected because O.J. Howard goes protected, and you don't know how many years again with Gronk. And that production not hasn't necessarily been there. I mean, they haven't. He wasn't targeted a lot. I mean, those are starting to go up. But give me Gronk anyway. And A.Q. Shipley, he plays center, but give. I'm taking him as a depth pick for the guard position. Offensive line, utmost important in taking anyone that is available. In Arizona, taking guys like Andy Isabella and Jordan Hicks over players like Marcus Golden and Prince Mukamara. Andy Isabella, receiver, young, quick, exactly what, what I want as a part of this receiving core. You already have A.J. Green, who... Does, honestly, Andy Isabella, he's going to be one of my receivers of the future. And then with Jordan Hicks, you know, like I said, Mark Barron could be a depth pick. Jordan Hicks I like a little bit better than him. He plays better. I think he's, um, he might be, a, he, I, I think Jordan Hicks could be a true leader, and he's going to help run those linebackers and help kind of teach a little bit. Let's go to the Chargers in Los Angeles, picking only Linval Joseph over guys like Tyrod Taylor and Kalen Balage. Linval Joseph, pretty simple. Solid defensive tackle. Add him into the fray on this defense. Hey, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with with a guy like Linval Joseph. Going to Kansas City and the Chiefs. Picking two players in Le'Veon Bell and Mike Remmers over guys like Colin, Colin Saunders and Demarcus Robinson. Hey, give me Lev Bell. 
if we get a solid enough offensive line, we have a good quarterback, we have good receivers, we could get the Love Bell of Love Bell passed, and that's exactly what we want. So let's look forward to that in taking Love Bell. Mike Remmers, same thing with Garrett Bowles and some a lot of these offensive linemen. Very few solid offensive linemen here that that will be available. So got to take them when when they're there. Remmers is in that spot, probably starting in the tackle. With the Colts in Indianapolis taking safety Tavon Wilson over guys like Jacoby Brissett and Jack Doyle. With Tavon Wilson at safety, first actual safety added to the fray, we need somebody who we can trust. I think he's somebody you can trust. You start him, you play him, you're bound to get some good, uh, you're bound to be pretty decent. And our pass rush already looking like a force. So don't have to, hopefully won't have to rely on him too much. And Dallas taking two players, Andy Dalton and Connor McGovern over guys like Ben DiNucci and Rondell Carter. Honestly, Andy Dalton, one of the better backups in the league right now, even though some people may think otherwise. And he's a quarterback that you have to take with very few quarter, very few solid quarterbacks being available here. Got to take him. Connor McGovern, like I said, he's at guard, very thin at guard in this, in this expansion draft. So got to take him when available. And Miami taking two players. Taking running back Jordan Howard and outside linebacker Vince Beagle over guys like Adam Shaheen, Antonio Galloway, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Jordan Howard, he's going to be our third running back. I trust him to be a third running back because the other two I'm heavily relying on because they are good enough that that we might not have to turn Jordan Howard, but Howard could also be a solid enough pass catching back. Vince Beagle, young pass rusher that we can really, really look forward to and hope his upside shows. And Philadelphia only taking one player in Zach Ertz over guys like Deshaun Jackson, Nickel Roby Coleman, Malik Jackson, um, Hakeem Butler, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, and Jalen Hurts. Honestly, with Zach Ertz being available and Goddard being the one tight end protected, had to take him, plain and simple, give me Zach Ertz. We're rolling there, baby. We're going to be rolling in solid tight ends. In Atlanta, taking cornerback Darquise Denard and guard Sean Harlow over really guys like Tyler Davison and Elliot Fry. Uh, was Harlow, again, either starter or depth at guard? That's what we needed, especially with very few offensive linemen that were available. And then Darquise Denard, solid enough corner to where I'm saying, hey, we got to trust you. We have to trust you. You're going to be somebody that we're gonna, that will help those cornerbacks grow. Going to Washington, taking John, two players in John Allen and Fabian Moreau over players like Dwayne Haskins, Keith Ishmael, Ryan Kerrigan, Tim Settle. Honestly, John Allen is solid enough defensive tackle to say, hey, we're going to roll with you. This is a guy we're going to take. Ionitis and Payne did two protected defensive tackles. And then taking Fabian Moreau. Hey, he's young. He's shown some flashes. I'm going to trust that. And let alone Fabian Moreau could be our cornerback of the future. Could be a cornerstone there. Let's, let's hit up San Fran. 
Let's take cornerback Jason Verrett and fullback Kyle Juszczyk over guys like Trent Taylor, Jordan Reed, and Nick Mullins. Honestly, with Verrett, I know he's been hurt, and a lot of people are saying, well, he's not good. Oh, he is. He just hasn't been healthy. And I am there. I am there for Jason Verrett to start and be a good enough player for this Richmond team. Then also Kyle Juszczyk. If you if you want to bring fullback back to prominence, that's the guy to do it. We're going to bring fullback back to prominence there with him. In New York with the Giants taking two players, Golden Tate and Jabril Peppers over a guy like Alfred Morris. Golden Tate, we know there are some issues up there with the Giants. They would probably leave him unprotected. Give me Golden Tate any day. He's a good enough receiver. Why not? Jabril Peppers, hey, Young safety can hit hard That's if that's what you're looking for, and that's something I am. Absolutely. And I know I'm not as, I'm not his biggest fan, but in this case, I have to take him. Going to Jacksonville, taking one player, one player in Dakota Allen over guys like Chris Conley, Tyler Eifert, and DJ Hayden. Honestly, Dakota Allen, he's a young, he's pretty, I, I wouldn't say he, I would say he's a solid outside linebacker option. He can get to the quarterback. He's playing He's playing pretty well in Jacksonville, let alone right now. This That team's not necessarily that great. But getting a guy like him would really, really be, would really kind of help this defense. And hopefully, hopefully, Allen is not, is one of those linebacker, outside linebackers that can also cover. Going to the Jets. Taking cornerback Bryce Hall and safety Matthias Fairley over guys like Daniel Brown, Chris Hogan, and Joe Flacco. With Fairley, we needed somebody else at safety. We were starting to run thin, weren't a lot of options, had to take him. With Bryce Hall, hey, young corner, he can be one of those guys that can develop and we look forward to in the future. Bryce Hall, great pick there. Looking to Detroit. Taking two players in, in center Russell Bodine and linebacker Reggie Ragland over players like Geronimo Allison, Hunter Bryant, Everson Griffin, Desmond Trufant. Honestly, in Bodine, we're gonna we needed a center. That was the that was the f- first center I thought of and the guy we were gonna have starting there. With Reggie Ragland, I know he plays more outside linebacker. He's, he's going to be our fourth middle linebacker. So we needed him for depth reasons. He was probably the best depth linebacker we could take. In Green Bay, we are taking one player and announcing right now our starting quarterback, Jordan Love, <clears throat> over guys like Devin Funches and Jace Sternberger and Christian Kirksey. Well, Jordan Love, first-round quarterback, sitting under Aaron Rodgers. Honestly, if he's a first-round quarterback, I'm taking him. I'm starting him over Andy Dalton. Dalton being our backup, best backup in the game. Let's go to Carolina with the Panthers, taking two players, D.N. F.A. Obata and punter Michael Parlady. Or, or, no, my bad, Pilardi. Over guys like Will Greer and Ishmael Hyman. Honestly, F.A. Obata, defensive end. He he could be a guy that is a sleeper 
pick for this because of, I think, how productive he can be and getting groomed by some of these other defensive ends that we're going to be taking. Then also with Michael Pilardi here, he's a punter that I thought that was the best punter available at this point, so I had to take him. Let's hop over to New England with the Patriots, looking at uh, looking at who we took here, taking their second-round pick from this year, Josh Uche, over guys like Dalton Keene, Matthew Slater, Jawan Williams. With Josh Uche, yes, I know he's a second-round pick. Again, a lot, a lot of you are probably like, why is he unprotected? I think they like... I think they have some better players that they protect there. Donta Hightower, Chase Winovich. I think there's another player, can't think of him right now, that they would protect over him. Give me Uche any day. He's a second-round pick for a reason. And also could be a solid cornerstone for this defense in the future. Speaking of which, let's go to the Las Vegas Raiders and a solid cornerstone for the future. Offensively, taking wide receiver Hunter Renfro, and then defensively taking another player, defensive back LaMarcus Joyner. And Hunter Renfro, pairing him with Andy Isabella makes a whole lot of sense because these are two young receivers that you can that you can uh, bank on for the future, that you can hope that develop can be cornerstones. And also, let's say you got a guy like Tom Brady. I think you'd like those receivers. It's a joke because take a look at all the receivers he really – most of the receivers that had great careers there and that he loves to throw to in New England. Let's take a look at it. All right, moving on to Los Angeles with the Rams. Taking tackle Joseph Nopum over guys like Gerald Everett, Josh Reynolds, Bryce Perkins, and Ja'Kai Polite. Nopum's, the reason of taking Nopum is the same reason why I took some some other offensive linemen. Very thin in offensive line through this whole process. Needed some more tackles. No boom was there. Absolutely the guy I needed to take. Let's head off to Baltimore and taking running back Justice Hill and defensive end Calais Campbell over guys like Willie Sneed, Des Bryant, and Tremont Williams. Let's talk Justice Hill a little bit. We have Le'Veon Bell. We have Jordan Howard. Justice Hill. He's going to be our young running back that we're going to that we're just going to bank on. He's the he's going to be the running back of the future, and sitting behind Le'Veon Bell and having Jordan Howard there can help, and that and that's going to work. Now with Calais Campbell, again, it was kind of the decision, kind of with Uche and some of these other players, better players available, also. Kind of like the Gronk of how many more years are you going to get? Do you want to bank on that if you're Baltimore? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. So he goes unprotected. I get the chance to take him. And if a guy like Calais Campbell is there, you absolutely take him. Let's move on to New Orleans. Taking two players here as well. Taking cornerback Patrick Robinson and quarterback, actually, no, Swiss Army Knife Taysom Hill. Give me Taysom Hill any day. I would use him in, well, the coaching staff would use him, and I'd want to use him, in any sense of the game. Running, catching, quarterback, whatever. That's the kind of guy that I would want on this team. Plus, he's kind of OP. He's kind of overpowered um, as well. And then also, talking with Patrick Robinson, he's a corner that we're going to need. Veteran corner that... That's pretty solid and saying, 
hey, we need some more veteran help for maybe younger guys. And this is a guy I could keep around for a little bit longer as opposed to others. Going to Seattle, taking guys like Damon Harrison and Demarius Randall over Bruce Irvin, Greg Olson, Rashad Penny. Those are just some guys that took him over. Damon Harrison, defensive tackle. He's on their practice squad, by the way. Give me Damon Harrison any day as he goes unprotected. He's a good enough defensive tackle. I don't know why he, he isn't on an active roster right now. Maybe it's age, but I don't care. He's a good enough player. Demarius Randall, a safety that I can start. Go ahead. Starting Demarius Randall at safety. Plain and simple. Let's go. Pittsburgh. Giving me receiver James Washington and inside linebacker Vince Williams here. James Washington at receiver. Give me him any day. Now we have him, Andy Isabella, and Hunter Renfro. We got three solid receivers to look forward to in the future. James Washington, welcome to the team. Inside linebacker Vince Williams. He was a solid enough option there. And I said that the Steelers would probably take Devin Bush and Avery Williamson. Give me Vince Williams. He's good enough as well. Let's roll. And also probably starting at middle linebacker. In Houston, not much. Give me Kenny Stills over any of these guys. In Isaiah Coulter, Corey LeJou, Nate Orchard. Honestly, Kenny Stills, a receiver that that's quick, that's that anybody could really use as a, a as a receiver. I wouldn't mind a veteran receiver like him coming in and balancing things out. We are down to our last two teams. Here we are with Tennessee taking offensive tackle Tyson Brelo and kicker Steven Goskowski over over players like Anthony Ferkser. Will Compton, and Malcolm Butler. With Tyson Brio, Sambreo, my bad, what you're looking at here is, again, taking offensive linemen that are there because of how thin they are, how thin offensive line is in this process. Then Guskowski, best kicker available in my mind. Best kicker available. Then let's go to the Vikings. Let's round things out with taking yet another offensive lineman and Pat Elfline. Literally, as I was doing this today, he got cut. Why not have him unprotected? Give me him any day. Solid enough guard. Probably going to start on this team. Okay. That's it. That's the 53-man roster right there of this new team. Now, if you guys want, I, I can continue the story of this team, and we can go through maybe setting up a schedule for them or having them go through the 2020 draft being number one or going through 2021, you give me ideas of maybe ways to continue the story for this Richmond team. We might, if y'all want to participate, give options for the name, the mascot, whatever. Where would they play here in Richmond? Honestly, have fun with it. And if, like you said, if you want this story to continue, comment, hit me up at any with any ideas. But with that being said, before we get to the end, let's let me just say next week we are doing another conspiracy theory episode, and I hope y'all are looking forward to that. But now, beside that, I hope y'all have a good 
weekend.